Hello, my name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded, so if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean I'm not going to read it because it's already happened, it's in the past, it's pre-recorded, and no one's going to see it anyway, but here's the worst bit, you might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time, it's a waste of my time, it's a waste of everybody's time, and so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5pm UK time, on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman. Hey, James. Uh, yeah. Do you, uh... Do you want to go to the pub with me later? Um, no. No. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Manchester. We haven't gone to record that bit yet. Alex Feldman. Simba, DTG, that's Rover before it. Topic and A7S breaking me. Afternoon, it's Alec. Hello, how are we? I'm live, I'm on the radio, it's me, I'm here till five o'clock. And happy Super Saturday, I suppose. It's really annoying me that people call it that. I just feel like, you know, it's not something to, to go big on because if we all go big on it, people die. And that's not what you want. So it, it's weird. I've been out and about already today. I haven't really seen anyone acting any differently. Because, if you're not in the UK, the reason it's being called Super Saturday is because the pubs and restaurants and all that kind of stuff have reopened for the first time in about three months. I don't think anybody's going. I don't know if it's because they're all scared, or because it's early in the day, or just because it's kind of a bit rainy where I am right now. But I I haven't really seen anyone taking it up. They're not keen. It's not really happening, which is probably for the best. In other news, this Super Saturday, I am live for the first time from my new house i've done london i've done leeds now for the first time permanently here we are manchester england the northwest ish i have a place to live for the last three months basically i've just been living with some friends in manchester and now i am here for for a bit i told you about this last week lots of change in my life and i'm currently sat in a room just surrounded by boxes and boxes of stuff. I probably sound really good today because the boxes will do some cool like acoustic stuff with my voice and make me sound all warm and nice. But it, it's utter chaos. I've been here four days now and I still haven't unpacked all my stuff. I will talk more about this in about five minutes time because I have, I have so much rubbish I've discovered in the process of moving here. So much. So I'll take you through some of that in a little bit. Also on the show before five o'clock, I want to talk about being sent home because this has happened to me this week. Bikes. I've tried to buy one, not very successfully. And I've been in the news again. Last week I was telling you about the three year anniversary of the time I was on the website of some random building company. It's happened again. I was in the news this week and I think I've upgraded I've done one better than the random building company who redid the marsh near where I live more details to come before four o'clock also as well as being super Saturday and the first show I'm doing from my new place to live in Manchester I say house it's, it's sort of a basement it's a very dingy dark but quite nicely decorated basement so that's where we are as well as all of those th- those things 
It's America's birthday. Happy birthday. If if I had my, my little thing to hand, I would give it a blow now. But I've, I don't know where it is. It's in a box somewhere. America, 243 years old. Happy birthday. We will celebrate that at 10 past 4 by just taking a look, you know, look at the best bits, the highlights. An America highlights montage. All the best bits from 770, what is it, 1776 to today, the 4th of July, 2020. All coming up. And we have a six-second guide. And this is exciting. It's Super Saturday. The pubs are back. The restaurants are back. And someone's knocking at your door is back. It returns. For the last three months, we've had to do someone Zooming you. But now, actual guests at our house. It's coming. My brand new house. I'll be welcoming some guests before four o'clock. Someone's knocking at your door is back. Right now, though, before all of that, before I play you Dominic Fike, before I play you Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, let's do This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned. Three lessons from my life that I've learned in the last seven days, so you don't have to. Let's do it. Lesson number one. This week I've learned that Manchester, my new home, has a pirate problem. You heard it, pirates. Yes. I know it's not it's not on the coast. I think there is a river somewhere. But there is a bit of a problem with pirates, I think. Like, you know, pirates, not video DVD pirates. Or online pirates or software pirates. Actual pirates who are me hearties, parrot on the shoulder, cutlass and peg for a leg. Those kind of pirates. I was walking around the other day and because all the, I live in a student area, despite the fact I'm, I'm no longer a student. I'm, you know, desperately trying to cling on to that. And so everybody moved out of their house at the end of last week and left so much waste. Like, the bins were overflowing. It was really quite bad and very wasteful and just a bit of a tip. <laughs> and I saw, I saw a guy dressed as a pirate looking through the bins. And I know you're thinking, come on, was he really dressed as a pirate? No, he actually was. He had the jacket. He had the hat. He was wearing a pirate hat, looking through the bins. I don't know what's going on. I think there's an infestation of pirates. It's possible. Sometimes that level of waste would attract rodents, but here it seems to attract pirates. But I don't think you're going to find any treasure in a biffa skip, mate. Lesson two this week, I've learned. You can get the internet in under 24 hours. This will sound like an advert. It's not. We called them up on Wednesday evening at 4 o'clock, being like, hello, can we have some internet, please? By midday on Thursday, we were online. 200 megabits per second, which is quite fast. So, I was very impressed by that. I thought it would take, like, days, if not weeks, to actually get online. Literally less than 24 hours from showing up at a house to getting an internet connection. And it's pretty fast, so... And I'm near the router as well. So I've got all the bars, so I won't be dropping out. Yes. And finally, this week I've learned. Um, to celebrate Super Saturday, I saw journalist Robert Peston tweet a graph of the least and most dangerous, well, the least and most risk activities um, that you could do during the middle of a pandemic. And guess what the highest risk activity you could do was? Yeah, it's going to a bar. So, so well done, everybody. Good luck. It's going to be an interesting few weeks. Next, I'm going to try and crack open some boxes and see what utter tat I've got that I don't really need. Next though, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Rain On Me. Love it. Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande with Rain On Me. It's Wizard Radio with Alec Feldman. Afternoon all. I was saying earlier, well I've been saying basically for the last two weeks, that I've moved house. I've moved city. I've moved house. It's all a big adventure. It's very exciting. I am now living with two other people that I kind of vaguely know a little bit in a brand new city and seeing seeing where we where we get seeing what happens it's a year-long experiment where I might just run out of money and have to come back to London by the end of it but we'll see and I've just moved all my stuff over told you about that last week hired a car couldn't fit all the stuff in the car it was was very very challenging and the reason that I couldn't fit all of the stuff in the car in one trip basically because I've just got loads and loads of crap. So much stuff that I've just never got rid of, but I have no use for. I They either no longer are useful, or they're just things that are completely irrelevant that I've hung on to because I've never bothered to throw them away. 
and there's so much of that. And so I thought I'd just, as I've got everything in boxes, we'll just have a little rummage through one of the boxes just to see what, I guess, <laughs> what rubbish comes out that I really don't need. It's just unnecessary and I should clear out, but have not yet. So I'm just going to grab a box. Hang on. Right. We've got a big, a big box here. Let's open it up. First thing, the first thing I've pulled out, we have a purple bucket. It, it's it's quite cute. It's small, I'd say. You know, it's shorter than my hand. It's just just a little purple bucket with a handle, the kind you'd probably take trick or treating or something. Um, it's, it's got nothing in it. I think it used to used to house a butternut squash called Bruce, but that was a long time ago, and now it just it's just sitting there in this box. No, no need for it. Great. Cool. Next. Uh, European Union flag. I didn't even buy this. I think this was given to me. And, I mean, I, I don't need that anymore for for obvious reasons. So, we'll get rid of that. Let's pull something else out of the box. Ah, yes. A foam finger. We've got, we've got a red foam finger. It says Virgin Trains on it. Which I think really dates it because I don't think Virgin Trains exists anymore. Um, you know, it's the kind you'd have at like I don't know a baseball match with the the finger pointing up. It's only got four four little like lumps for fingers. So whoever this was modelled on doesn't have a thumb. Um, the story behind this is that I got it two years ago at the Tour de Yorkshire finale in Leeds, and I took it out of a bin. And I've had it ever since. What do I do with it? Nothing. I don't know why I still have it. But it's there. I've brought it all the way to Manchester with me. Just because I didn't have time to throw it away. Useless. Tap. Why? Why do I own this? I don't know. Does anyone want it? Shall I, do a Shall I start doing competitions on the show and start giving away the crap that I have in my room and I no longer want? That's quite a good idea. Well, if you want a, a foam finger, enter. Someone's knocking at your door later. Don't. Don't. There's no prize. Okay, um, a bit more, okay, there's some, there's some papers in here as well. I've got the welcome pack for the student halls I lived in nearly three years ago. Okay, unnecessary. Some documentation, um, medical, medical information printed out from the internet about breast lumps. Wonderful. Always check yourselves, people. This is very important stuff. I'm glad that I've, I've been able to shed light on this this afternoon why i have it I, I don't know i don't really have breasts but fine great we have a tiny tiny wooden flat horse head thing i got given a model of a horse for christmas that you had to make yourself and like press out all the pieces and put them together i never really finished it and it's just it's just it's just there it's in the box maybe one day i will put this flat wooden horse together it's tiny by the way it's again probably about the size of my hand once assembled but at the moment it's just it's just just the head that i've put together yeah great and and finally <laughs> this this is really baffling me it's well it says on the packaging because it's still in the packaging it's never been used a pointing brick trowel <laughs> so you know it's like a tool it's got a handle and it's kind of flat and pointy. I guess you'd use it to smooth things or scratch things. Now, I think this was bought for me before I came to uni in case I ever got into the unfortunate situation where the toilet was blocked. And I, you know, I, I'll hold my hands up. I am a serial toilet blocker, but never the, never this bad that I've needed this pointing brick trowel made of carbon steel from B&Q. So it's still in the packaging. And it's now been from London to Leeds and now to Manchester. What a well-travelled brick trowel I have. So, if anybody would like a brick trowel or an unfinished wooden horse or a foam finger that I got out of the bin, do let me know. Send me an email and you, you can have it because I really don't need it. Coming next, more moving troubles. We're talking leaving things behind after Dominic Fike. This is Chicken Tenders on Wizard Radio. Dominic Fike, that's what he'll be getting from KFC when he goes later on now it's reopened. Chicken tenders on Wizard Radio, although he'd probably just get takeout. We wouldn't eat in at KFC. Anyway, hi, I'm Alec. Thanks for listening. Coming up soon, I'll play some JP Sachs, Harry Styles and Megan Thee Stallion. Right now, 
more tales from my my house move. You're probably sick to death of hearing about this because it's basically all I've talked about for the last two weeks. But it's it's been a very long drawn out house move. I started last Thursday and I finished it and started unpacking this Thursday. So it's basically a full on seven days of things and moving them and boxing them and unboxing them. And like I said before, I've still got lots of stuff in boxes. So it's just, it's just hard. I don't want to do this again in a hurry. Um, and look, I think I'm quite quite on it generally as a person. You know, I write lists. Some I'm in a case. Nah, actually, no. Who am I kidding? I don't write lists. I think lists are stupid. But I I generally remember all the stuff that I'm supposed to do, and I was really careful when I was on like packing all of my house things up in Leeds to like check all the drawers, check all the cupboards, check under things, check behind things because I didn't want to leave anything behind. And so my room perfect i did a great job did not leave a single thing behind it was great um my like my food i took all of my food with me my tins my fridge things my dry food actually you know what that's also a lie i forgot my frozen stuff that's still in the freezer okay maybe i'm not as good at remembering things as i thought i was and again this was this was really brought home when i received a message on sunday and you may remember, if you've been playing close attention, that because I couldn't fit all the stuff into my car that I had hired for two days, I had to leave some of my stuff in my house in Leeds. Right? Are you, are you taking notes? This is important. And Boltonian girl, my housemate of three years, basically saved me because she lives in Bolton, which is really near where I now live. And so she offered to take some of the stuff to Bolton and then bring it to me in the week, which she did. And... So I left my computer screen and my like stereo radio thing and a chair which I'm sitting on now. The thing I forgot to ask her to take was was well all of my pans and pots because I just forgot they existed. Didn't pack them, just left them, didn't leave them on purpose, literally forgot they existed. And I only remembered when she sent me a message on Sunday saying it, did you mean to leave all your pots and pans? And I was just like, oh, are you kidding me? I knew there was something. And all, yeah, basically all of my cooking implements I'd just forgotten about completely. And if she hadn't been there to A, realise I'd left them and B, bring them to me, I would be so screwed. I'd have nothing to cook on. I would be eating sandwiches all the time. Every meal would be a sandwich because... I, I wouldn't have anything else to cook with. It would be it would be madness. I mean, maybe a sandwich diet would be an interesting experiment, but not one I voluntarily... Well, not one I want to be forced into involuntarily. And so she saved me. Properly saved me because... I mean, I just literally forgot they existed until she messaged. So, big up her. Thank you once again. You can have a radio shout-out as well as the other form of payment, which is I'll buy her a drink every time I see her. So here's what I want to ask you. Have you ever left something behind? What's the worst thing you've ever left behind? Can you beat all of your kitchen pots and pans in a house that you're not going back to? Have you ever left something extremely valuable behind somewhere? Something of like intense sentimental value? Something that means a lot to somebody else? When have you left stuff behind? What's it been? How did it happen? Did you get it back? Come on, all these details, please send them my way. If you want to get in touch, 07807 183 538 is my text number. Send me a text right now. Get your phone out. Tell me your stories. Or send me an email. You can do that too. Station at wizardradio.co.uk. That is the email address. Have you ever left something behind? What's the worst thing you've ever left behind? This is what I need to know. Can you beat the pots and pans? I feel like they're bad, but there are worse stories out there. And I want to hear them before four o'clock this afternoon. Coming up, Harry Styles after JP Sachs, new music, Hey Stupid, I Love You. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Please consume responsibly. Watermelon Sugar from Harry Styles on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec. Afternoon, Megan Thee Stallion, Joel Corey on before four o'clock. And then someone's, I was going to say someone's zooming you. That's what's right in front of me. But someone's knocking at your door is back for the first time in three months. It's it's like someone's zooming you, but they actually come to your house. It's great. We'll do that really soon. Was talking before about leaving things behind because I nearly left all of my pots and pans 
By the way, in case you're interested in a, an in-depth analysis of what that consists of, we had a frying pan, a big saucepan, and two little saucepans, and a colander, which sadly I have I have lost. All in my old house in Leeds, and if my ex-housemate, Boltonian girl, who you remember well, hadn't realised and brought them to me, I wouldn't have them now, and that would have been really, really, really annoying. So I asked, what's the worst thing you've ever left behind? And some excellent messages to read, including this one from Danny, who says, when we moved house a few years ago, I see, it's always the house moves, somehow, some way, we managed to leave my baby brother's favourite toy in the old house. I think he must have been playing with it before we left. He just dropped it, and then we went to the new house. He only realised that evening, after he'd finished unpacking his room, and then he just burst into tears. He didn't stop crying for about 12 hours. Non-stop. It was the worst night's sleep I've ever had. So we decided to go back to our old house and see if we could pick it up from the new owners. Guess what? They had demolished the house. What? I think our parents knew that they were demolishing it. They literally must have done it in the hours after we left because our house was just not there anymore. So obviously, he cried again. He still, about five years later, hasn't forgiven us for it. <laughs> That's quick. They're moving in fast with those bulldozers. So let's let's do the chronology. Say, so you, you're playing with it before you move out. Let's call it 12 p.m. lunchtime. He realised that evening, we'll call it 7pm, so that's 12, 1, 3, 4, that's 7 hours. Then he cried for another 12 hours, so that's 19 hours. And so the next day, which must be about, let's say, 10am, which is a full 22 hours after leaving the house for the first time, you return to the house to find that it's been demolished. They demolished it in under 24 hours. That's ridiculous. Why did they demolish your house? Was it like was it like when murderers live somewhere and they demolish it? Were they like, oh no, Danny's family lived there. We've got to, got to demolish this immediately. Otherwise, it'll be haunted forever. So that, that toy, your baby brother's favourite toy, just got bulldozed. Wow. That's so sad. I got... That's such a weird thing to happen. I never would have thought the consequence of leaving something behind would be... It gets demolished within a day. That's brilliant. Thanks for that message, Daddy. I've really enjoyed that. Alex, with an X, says, My older sister let me borrow her Beats headphones when I was eight years old and going on holiday with my dad. Me and my dad just went on holiday for a few days to Spain whilst my mum and my sister stayed at home. Anyway, she let me, an eight-year-old, borrow her Beats headphones for nearly a week whilst I was away for nearly a week. And obviously, I left them on an aeroplane on the flight. Come on! Didn't even last a few hours with them before I'd lost them on the flight, she says. Or he. I, I don't actually know. My parents had to buy her a new pair, but obviously, they weren't the same as her old pair. I blame her. She gave beats to an eight-year-old. Wow. See, that's, that's the high-value high value item loss. It's not necessarily sentimental value, although your sister did say that they weren't the same. It's just expensive. You see, never trust eight-year-olds with expensive things. This is why we can't have nice things. Because eight-year-olds ruin them and lose them. And, oh, on the plane. <laughs> You've really proven the point there, Alex. Sorry to hear that. A bad, a bad leaving behind. Sammy says, I left my girlfriend at my old school and now my heart is broken for the rest of my life. This was about seven years ago, but Jesse, I'll never forget you. Come on, Sammy. You, that's not what we're talking about. That's not the topic. And also, come on, seven years. Get over it. Don't be like that guy who calls up. I don't know what the TV show is, but he always calls up and gets put on air. And then he'll just be like, oh, Denise, she's an idiot. And slags off his ex-wife. Don't be that person. It's been seven years. I'm sure it was very, very hard for you, Sammy seven years ago but come on it's time to move on from jesse now i'm sure there's plenty of other fish in the sea we also have a story about leaving things behind from our very own james gilmore hello producer of Hi. this radio show so um can i just say sammy i'm with you on that one seven I'm years with you. i mean look this is his love story alec 
not yours. Right, quite right. Of course. Uh, Sorry, Sammy. So, um, Alex's message triggered me. I don't actually remember this, but this is a story that I've been told many times throughout my life. That when I was younger, this is probably around like 2001, like 9-11 kind of times. Is, is it related to the story or is that just how you... No, I, I think it's important for context. <laughs> I um, went on holiday, I think, to Florida um, with my grandparents and my family. I think we went to Disney, Walt Disney World, actually. And um, or maybe you didn't go to Orlando. Anyway, that's so irrelevant. Um, and I left my teddy bear, my best teddy bear, who that I still have, which kind of t- leads us to the end of the story. Yeah, um, on an aeroplane. Um, as soon as I got off, I realised, cried my eyes out, and my grandma said, "Well, I'm just going to have to go back on the plane and get it." Don't know, Alec, if you ever tried to get back on an aeroplane once you've gotten off of an aeroplane. Um, like. Would imagine that'd be quite difficult. So they tend to not allow you to do that. Um, so she tried to get back on the plane. Um, obviously they were like, um, no. Eventually, uh, the, it escalated that they let her escorted onto the plane to pick up my bear. They then didn't believe that that bear wasn't a bomb. Right. So they tried to cut open the teddy bear. <gasps> no. To try to work out if it was a bomb or not. Now, I don't know how my grandma convinced them that it wasn't a bomb, but all I'm going to say is the bear was never cut. Wow. I know. I, mean, I suppose if you, you had brought a bomb disguised as a teddy bear onto a plane, why would you be trying to retrieve it? Well, Surely maybe that, to leave that's why I was so upset. No, because, because maybe the bomb was meant to be exploded in Florida. I see. But everybody knows that if you've got a bomb... You don't have it in its final form whilst you're traveling. You put it together once you're in the location. I I didn't know that. That's a useful oh. tip. Are you, are you all taking notes? No, it's don't important. take notes. Don't take notes. But um, but yeah, I mean, I really, I really felt Alex's story when he said that because I have that trauma inside me too. Only I actually got my bear back. I'm so glad that there was a happier ending for you. Yeah. But, um, but traumatic, right? They tried to cut it open. And I don't know what my grandma did or said to those security officers that let them get my bear back. I want to meet your grandma. She sounds like the most persuasive person in the world. That this is so the useful. most shocking thing. She really isn't. Oh. So, yeah, no, really not much going on. So, um, don't know how she achieved that, but she did. So, well done. An impressive story. Well done. I'm glad you got your bear back. Thank you. Have you ever <laughs> left something behind and not got it back? Um, I don't, I think it always finds its way back to me. There was a time I left my bag on a train in Denmark. That came back to me. Um, you know, we've got, you and I have a mutual friend whose name I won't say on air, Mm. who was sat on a train with his phone in his hands. He fell asleep for 30 seconds and someone stole his phone out of his hands. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he tried Amazing. to run after them. But the guy ran off the train. He tried to run after me. I mean, he couldn't catch up with them. Wow. I, know. I didn't know so, that happened. Yeah. Well, it did. So He involuntarily left something behind. He, he, well, he he basically gave them his phone. <laughs> he just said, here's a, here's a very expensive iPhone. Come and get it. Amazing. Yeah. Right, coming up next, I've been in the news again. More details to follow after Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion and Beyonce. Beyonce? Beyonce with Savage on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec. Hello. And I am quite famous. Did you know that? Were you aware? I'm actually quite a big deal now. Last week, I told you the story about how three years ago, I was on the website of this random building company. They'd done like a, a redo, a re a remodeling of this marsh area near my house. Me and my friend Craig had gone to the grand opening and someone took our photo and got some quotes off us and we ended up on their website. That was a great day. This week, I've been in the news. Me, my, my, me, my face, maybe not me. My face has been in the news unexpectedly once again and I've stepped up a gear. This time, it's not the website of a, a building contractor company. Oh no. I have made the tab. If you don't know what the tab is, it's like an online 
news website for students. Each uni has its own like local version of the tab. And on the Leeds version, they've they've printed a story called All You Need to Know About Your Fave Pubs Reopening in Leeds because, you know, apparently it's Super Saturday, all the pubs are back. And so everyone's trying to go, well, some people are, and there's an article just saying, you know, which ones are open, which ones aren't. There's some photos in the article. The first photo on the very front page of the tab leads and in the headline of this article is of a group of people. There are one, two, three, four, five, seven people in this photo. I am one of them. I was not expecting this. I was not told this was happening. I got sent this by another person in the photo being like, hey, look, we're, we're in the tab. And it's a photo of the time I was on the winning pub quiz team which I think was the last social activity I actually went to pre-lockdown. It was this pub quiz. And there I am in this photo, which is now on the tab. And it was just so random seeing myself there and no one had told me that it was happening. It just, it just is. So if you want to see my lovely face, along with six other lovely faces of my pals on my winning pub quiz team from March, the tab.com it's it's up there right now i'm quite proud of this i do look quite bad they could have used a better picture i look very uncomfortable one eye is open wider than the other but it's just just a bit awkward it's not my best photo six out of seven people in that photo look great and then there's there's the one that could really have got a better angle and facial expression but i'm quite pleased about this I feel famous now. Am I am I a Beanock? Am I a big big name on campus? Am I Leeds famous? No, no, I'm, I'm probably probably not, am I? But I am on the front page of the Leeds version of the tab. And that, my friends, is the achievement of the week. I've been in the news once again. This is new, it's by Joel Corey and MNEK called Head and Heart Wizard Radio. Joel Corey and MNEK on Wizard Radio with Head and Heart. That's new. It's quite good. Catchy, right? And now, for the first time since, I think, probably April, it's time for someone's knocking at your door! Someone's knocking at your door, somebody's ringing the bell. Oh, it's so good to hear that again in its full glory. Welcome back to someone's knocking at your door. It's been too long. It's been such a long time. We've had to put up with Zoom, but now... It's Super Saturday, the pubs are back, which I think means someone's knocking at your door can be back. Is it permanent? I'll be honest, I don't know. Maybe everything will all go horribly wrong and the virus will get worse again and and then we'll have to bring back someone Zooming you. But for now, it's someone's knocking at your door. If you've forgotten how this game works, because it has been such a long time, I'll remind you quickly. Someone in a second I think is going to knock at my door, an unexpected post-lockdown guest. I'll only let them in my brand new basement flat if someone, one of you, can guess who it is that's knocking at my door. If you can, they can come in, we'll have a chat, I'll make them a brew, if that's allowed, I think it is. And if not, then I'll send them on their way. They can go to Spoons for a socially distanced pint on their own. So, that is how this game works. Now all we have to do... Oh! Right on cue. Wow, they're really on time this week. Sometimes you have to wait a bit. You hear that? That is a noise I haven't heard for a very long time. It's someone knocking at my door. Yes, yes, I get it, I get it. There is someone at the door right now. I'm just gonna go and take a little look through my peephole for the first time in a very long time and see who it is. Oh. Oh, okay. Right, so I've seen who it is. I am not sure whether I wanna let them in. If one of you can guess, then I will. If not, I won't. Five questions. James Gilmore has those questions. Let's do it. Hi. Um, Hi. You know what? I'm a bit what? angry, if I'm going to be honest. What's up? Well, because I feel like we just got the new Zooming You theme music, and now we're back at door knocking. But, I, I, you know, I wanted to bring back the OG. Okay, we can no, have guests enough. again. Yeah, fair enough, because having guests on your show has always worked well for us in the past. Absolutely. Um, Okay, somebody's knocking at your door. My first question, is this person a woman? Yes. 
Wow. Okay, we very rarely have women knocking on Alex's door, so this is exciting. What did you just call me? Alec. You said Alex's door? No, I said Alex's door. Oh, I said Alex. We'll be getting a live replay. Okay, we'll be getting a live replay. Okay. So, they're a woman. Um, They. God, you did that so harshly. I feel like we've got beef on the radio now. (laughs) God. Um, there are Alex at your peril. Yeah. Um, are they a famous woman? Yeah. Yeah. Um, would our parents know them? Yes, they would. Oh. I feel like that's everybody Alex knows, though. All of. All of your cultural references are also our parents' cultural references. How rude. I'm um, very youthful and in touch. Sure. Um, okay, next. So, they're famous. Our parents would know them. Um, are they trending on social media? Um, let's have a look at Twitter. Not on Twitter, as far as I can tell. But... I, I get the general gist of the question, and I think the answer is yes. Okay. So they trend. They're a trend setter. Um, last but not least, have they been involved in a scandal recently? Yes, they have. Okay. I think I know who Which it is. questions this week? I think I know who it is. Okay. Well, don't, don't say it, because that'll ruin it for everyone. Okay. But the person knocking on the door this week is a famous woman who our parents would know. They are currently probably trending on social media and they've recently been involved in a scandal. Really good questions. Who do you think it is? Send me a text right now with a guess. 07807-183-538 or tweet me at wizradio or email on station at wizardradio.co.uk. I will see it. Who is knocking at the door? It's back. We've got a guest knocking at my door right now who's a famous woman our parents would know, currently trending on social media, because they've recently been involved in a scandal. You think you know? Have a guess. Send me a message. The worst that can happen is you'll be wrong and I'll shame you on the radio. And that's not that bad. Right, coming up, Katy Perry with one of the best pop songs ever written. And Lennon Stella as well. After the news, it's four o'clock. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. Katy Perry and California Girls on Wizard Radio. Before that, Lennon Stella, Charlie Puth with Summer Feelings. I'm Alec Feldman. That Katy Perry song, not only is it really good and just a song that I think has aged beautifully, it's just just the perfect pop song. It's also, I think, quite American. You know, Katy Perry is American. It's about California, which is in America, which is very relevant because today it's America's 243rd birthday. Happy birthday, America. 4th of July is their Independence Day. 243 years ago they became independent well done to them a very happy day to you if you are an american and so i thought you know to mark the occasion i would tell you the story of the united states of america from 1776 or before to right now the present day um now obviously i do my citizen guides every week and those are always really well researched and they're all completely factually accurate so you could only expect the same level of factual accuracy and attention to detail that you get in the 60 second guides in this brief history of the United States of America so if you're listening now if you do a history A level GCSE you do history at school you're interested in America take notes because this is this is what you need to know this is basically approved by the exam boards I say basically because it's not, but it should be. So, the history of the United States of America by me, an English person. America was discovered in 1492. Before 1492, nobody had ever heard of it. It was definitely discovered in 1492. There was definitely nobody there before then. Not at all. No. They just just wasn't, obviously. So it was discovered for the first time ever in 1492. Um, fast forward to 1607, the first British colony was established because obviously there was nobody there before that happened. 
again, I reiterate, not a soul. <clears throat> From 1608 to 1772, not much happened, as far as I can tell. But in 1773, some dude threw some tea off a boat. And it didn't really go down very well with the British, who kind of owned America at this point in time. And tensions rose, and in 1776, there was a revolution. The War of Independence begun. The Americans versus the British. And the British, well, they were, they were either defeated in a glorious victory, or they just gave up. You can delete that as appropriate, depending on who you are. And so America was a free nation, and that's why today is the American Independence Day. Happy 4th of July, did I mention that? Then, in 1861, there was a civil war. Some racist people wanted to be able to keep slaves, but some other people who were probably still racist, but, but less racist, didn't want to keep slaves and wanted to free them. Uh, there was a big war. Some of the country, for about five years, kind of split itself up into the confederacy and decided that they would still have slaves but in the end the anti-slavers won and the slaves were freed then from 1862 to 1916 again not much really happened except america gradually got really really rich although the slavery probably did help with that but in 1917 they entered world war one again delete these as appropriate they saved the day and helped the struggling European allies to win the victory. Or, they joined at the last minute as the war was ending and claimed all the glory without doing any of the hard work. Again, you know, it's up to you which interpretation you choose. That was until 1918. Then they were ticking along nicely. They had a key role in the Treaty of Versailles. More on that later. In 1928 was the Wall Street crash. Everything came crashing down. Stock market crashed fell dramatically, value kept falling, going lower, 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 lower. All of these companies had value just wiped, which led into the Great Depression. The entire world economy slumped, thanks America. There was mass unemployment, um, terrible things happening, stagnation. Germany especially was particularly hard hit, because remember that treaty that America kind of made them sign after World War One. Yeah, that kind of made them really dependent on American loans and paying reparations. And there was hyperinflation and things got very, very bad. And there was a bloke called Hitler who kind of took advantage of the situation. But that's, that's Germany. And this is the history of America. In 1942, they entered World War II, which was quite convenient because it kind of helped them get out of the Great Depression. And again, depending on how you'd like to interpret this, they saved the day or they joined at the last minute. In 1946... A man called Donald Trump was born. In 2001, 9-11 happened. In 2008, they elected their first black president. In 2016, they elected their first fascist president. In 2020, there are huge racial tensions and a global pandemic, and it's all kind of going a bit messy. And in 2022, the United States of America were dissolved. And that, my friends, is the history of America. Happy Independence Day! Niall Horan, Ash, moral of the story on Wizard Radio. It's Alec. Good afternoon. I hope you enjoyed my very factually accurate and well-researched history of the United States of America. If you're offended, you know where to complain to. It's the usual address. Um, uh, yes, I, I uh, hope you enjoyed. <clears throat> anyway, let's move on if there's any American people still listening after that. Two, um, my attempts to buy a bike. Um, like I said many, many, many times over the last two weeks, I've moved to a new city. It's very exciting and I need a way to get around. I can walk to places and that's fine but kind of slow, and it very much limits you to a kind of 30 minute radius. I don't own a car. I don't want to use the bus because coronavirus. What does that leave me? Um, hot air balloon, quite expensive. Blimp, again, and quite dangerous. Can't really park it as well. And bicycle. And so I'm trying to get hold of a bike. And I was looking on Facebook Marketplace. 
at bike listings, which I did feel a bit uneasy about because I sort of assume that if it's on Facebook Marketplace, it's probably stolen. And I don't really want to contribute to the cycle of stolen bikes. But uh, we're just having a look, see if there's anything good. And I saw this bike that I really like the look of. And it looked really nice and quite good. And it was supposedly quite new. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Not, not a bad price either. Let's message the guy selling this and see what the deal is. Obviously, I was slightly concerned that it might have been nicked. So I was going to do a bit of research, a bit of due diligence, you know. I didn't quite get what I was expecting when I messaged this guy about a bike. So, to have a listen to this, message the person. That bike's still available, mate. He says, yes. I said, quite keen to take it off your hands. He says, yes. I said, how come you're getting rid of it? Because, you know, I wanted to I wanted to see, like, what's the reason? What's the excuse? Is it really just a bike he doesn't want anymore? Or has he stolen it? So I said, how come you're getting rid of it? He said, bad weather. Bad weather. Okay. That kind of seems like a slightly strange reason to get rid of a bike because it won't always be bad weather. And, you know, some people can cycle in bad weather and that's fine. And I said, ah, I see. I also wanted to see if he was trying to screw me over in another way and said, any problems I should know about? He said, no. And then I said, okay, where could I pick it up from? Because, you know, he hadn't fully um, satisfied my fears that it was broken or stolen. But I wanted to see, you know, would it actually be feasible to buy this bike? I said, where could I pick it up from? He said, yes. <laughs> what? This guy is not real. He cannot be real. I think I was talking to either someone that didn't speak great English or a bot. Probably a bot. And that was where I left the conversation. Because if you can't answer basic questions, you probably don't have a bike to sell. Or there is something badly wrong with the bike that you are trying to sell me. So, so far my attempts to buy a bike are not going that well. I spoke to a very monosyllabic person who responded to the question... Where can I pick it up from with yes? Okay, great. Right, coming up next on Wizard Radio. Being sent home from places. First, though, it's Kanye and Travis Scott. This is new. Wash us in the blood. Kanye and Travis Scott on Wizard Radio. Wash us in the blood. Brand new music. It's Alec here. So, I I wouldn't say I have a job as such. I finished uni. Wow. I finished uni over a month ago. And... I don't know if you've seen seen the news. There's a pandemic on and there's no jobs for anyone and it's a disaster. I applied for some jobs that had like thousands of applicants this week. Um, I don't have like a job, you know. I don't go somewhere Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 and do work for them. But I do, you know, little bits and pieces here and there for various people. They'll occasionally ask me to do things. Just little creative tasks, I guess. And that's kind of sort of a job it's work i wouldn't call it a job and that's kind of what what i get up to between five o'clock on a saturday and three o'clock the following saturday along with a lot of watching tv and sleeping and i was at one of these sort of worky jobby bits and pieces this week and i got to go into to an office i know which is kind of exciting just because you get to go somewhere which is very rare and because I kind of got to do it at a time of my choosing, didn't really matter when I went in to do it. So I left it till quite late in the day. And I went in at about four o'clock in the afternoon and did all the things that I wanted to do. And by the time I was finished, it was about maybe 9 p.m. And then there were a couple of other things that I wanted to do whilst I was there that weren't like, wasn't what I was being paid to do. I was just doing it for my own entertainment basically and just because I was enjoying not being at home for a change and so I spent a couple hours doing my own thing and it got to like just before midnight I know this is a slightly weird hour to keep and my day was very much inverted but it was midnight right and I was there just doing my thing I was enjoying it It was peaceful it was quiet nobody was really about there was a security guy though at this sort of place office like office yeah that i was doing some work in 
and he came up to me and he was like, mate, are you are you really supposed to be here? And I was like, I mean, I was doing stuff earlier on and now I'm just doing my own thing. And he was like, how long ago did you finish doing the thing you were supposed to do? And I was like, uh, two hours? And he was like, you know, you know that I'm going to need to like account for why everybody who is currently in the building is in the building. And if you're not supposed to be here, you'll get in trouble. And I was like, oh, no, no, I didn't know that. And he was like, come on, I think it's time to go home, mate. I got sent home. I got sent home from work for being there too late in the day. I actually got asked to leave and go home. I am 21 years old. Getting sent home is the kind of thing that happens when you're like, you're naughty at school or something. And there I was getting asked very politely, but forcefully, just to to get out and go to bed in my own home. So that was kind of a weird, weird experience. I don't think I've ever been sent home from anywhere before. Not that I can remember anyway. I think, yeah, that is actually the first time I've been sent home. And I wanted to know if you've got any getting sent home stories. Did you get sent home from school? Sent home from a friend's house in disgrace? Sent home from a birthday party? Oh, that'd be bad. Have you ever been sent home from somewhere? I want stories. Have you got some? You can send them to me on this number. 07807 183538 07807 You can send me an email to station at uk. Have you ever been sent home from somewhere? Where did you get sent home from? What did you do? What happened? Was anyone disappointed at you or angry? All the details, please. Send them my way. I'll read them out for you before 5 o'clock. Also coming up, someone Zooming you. And now I'm going to play you a new song by someone who you might not know called George685 and someone who you definitely will know called Jason Derulo. Obviously, Jason Derulo has featured many times on this song. And so, I've... I mean, on this show, I mean. And so, just to remind you, you know, of all his greatest hits, I've put together a little guide about Jason Derulo just to get to know him a little bit better than you already do. Because he's been around for a while now. So, let's do... A six-second guide to Jason Derulo. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made-up 60-second guide. Jason Derulo is the main character of the hit West End musical, Jason Derulo, The Musical. In the show, which premiered in 2018, a spaceship crash-lands in Hollywood, leaving Jason Derulo and Tom Cruise to defend the planet. Jason kidnaps the aliens, but falls in love with Dave, the daughter of Plum, the alien leader. Plum is furious, but Dave convinces him to challenge Jason Derulo to a dance-off, which Jason wins, and they all live happily ever after. This musical was destroyed by critics, who hated the plot, the soundtrack, and Danny Dyer's tree-like acting. It closed after only one performance. The writer of the musical, Alec uh, Fledman, was said to be gutted that he'd blown his entire life savings on putting on a failed musical and reportedly slammed the idiotic critics that wouldn't understand real culture if it slapped them in the face. Anyway, he vowed never to take part in musical theatre ever again. Jason Derulo also likes to sing his own name, and that is Jason Derulo in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. Wizard Radio playing some new Trevor Daniel and Selena Gomez. That's past life before it. Jason Derulo and George 685 with Savage Love. It's Alec here playing Becky Hill's new one and Baby Queen before five o'clock when Miles Mikorski is live. Actually, that's a lie. He's not. Never. Well, he's on the radio. There you go. <clears throat> Don't give away the magic. Anyway, I'm talking about getting sent home because I got asked to leave my place of work because it was midnight and I shouldn't really have been there and so the security guy told me literally to go home and I was somewhat surprised by this got a message from Charlotte I got sent home from a nightclub do people still call them that she says it's literally been so long when I was 14 years old what I was with my older sister and she gave me her old fake ID so I could get in honestly wasn't even stopped After I gave security my ID, they believed it and let me in. Unfortunately though, when we were at the bar and I ordered alcohol, I said something to my sister like, lol, I can't believe they just served a minor. And then the bar staff reported me to security. My bad. So we just went home. Sad times. I mean, that's that's more than just getting sent home. That is being kicked out. 
literally you got kicked out of a club. Uh, in answer to your question, yeah, I feel like people call them clubs, not nightclubs. But yes, it's been a very long time, both because lockdown and also for me because I hate them. <laughs> and I haven't been to one probably in about two years because I just find them really awkward. Anyway, 14, 14 is young. 14 is really young to be getting in places and doing things you shouldn't. So I cannot condone this behaviour. Um, but at the end, I feel like the biggest sign of your lack of maturity wasn't the fact that you were very much underage. It was the fact that you went, ha, they served someone underage. And that was what got you kicked out. It was just your big mouth, you see. I feel like had you been a bit older, you wouldn't have made that mistake. But there you go. Wow, <laughs> you totally blew it for yourself there. But yes, very much not only being sent home, but literally being kicked out by security at a club. Nice. Freddie's been on as well. During my GCSEs, I used to revise at the school library after school because it was basically the only quiet place that was completely empty after school, so I could actually focus there. I used to sit in this little hidden corner at the back where nobody could see me and I couldn't see them because I have the attention span of a goldfish. So I really need to make sure nothing can distract me when I revise. Anyway, I was there revising, really focused, when a security guy ran up to me and shouted at me to leave school. Get out! Get out! Go now, leave! I can imagine it was just like that. Freddie says, I was so confused because I've been there for like 30 minutes. And usually we can revise in the library until 8pm. And he was shouting at me. Anyway, turns out it's actually 9.30. I completely lost track of time. And they were about to lock up the school when someone had seen me moving on CCTV. Wow. That was, you came really close to being locked overnight in school. Wonder what that would have been like. That would have been quite fun, I think. Creepy, yes. But, but probably fun. I always wanted to be in, in school, kind of late at night. This was this dream of mine was realised back in January when one of my friends had a birthday party at our old school. I was talking about this at the time. And that felt good, just being able to run around the school overnight when we shouldn't have been there. Wow. Just lost track of time. I'm, I mean, I'm glad that you found somewhere that you could concentrate so well that, like, four and a half hours, possibly more, felt like 30 minutes. Well done. I never had that level of dedication during my GCSE revision. Like, I wonder what happened. Like, what was the conversation like? That's what I want to know. Were they Because Freddie makes it sound like they were really angry at him. As if he'd, like, purposely tried to sneak into the school building and stay there all night. But obviously it was just, he just lost track of time. So were they understanding? Were they like, ha ha ha, oh, how funny. Or were they like, get out or we're calling the cops. We're calling the police on you unless you leave right now. It sounds kind of more like that one than like a friendly, understanding security guard who's like, oh, you scamp you and like ruffles your hair and sends you on your way. Yeah, kicked out of school for being there after hours. Nice story. Thank you, Freddie. Aiden says, when I was in primary school, I stood on a table after our lunch break and shouted the phrase, ooh la la. That, that was, I've never done that before. Ooh la la. Jaden pooed himself. Wow. On a table. Aiden says Jaden was my best friend in primary school. Some people might dispute the actual wording at the time, but that's how I remember it. Apparently, nobody else got the joke because Jaden hadn't pooed himself and it was an inside joke. Um, the, the clue being inside when, um, the teacher made me leave the classroom, called my parents, and I got to spend the rest of the week learning at home. Very ahead of my time in the whole homeschooling thing. Yeah, a game changer. Yeah, you see, I, I still don't really understand that. I know you said it was an inside joke, but, I mean, would you not explain the inside joke at least to me? Because, I'll be honest, if I was a teacher at primary school, if a kid got on a table and shouted the phrase, ooh la la, Jaden pooed himself, I would be led to the conclusion that Jaden had in fact pooed himself. But no, so that is quite misleading, Aiden. Wait, Aiden and Jaden? That's too good, I've just realised that. That Aiden's best friend at primary school was called Jaden. Incredible. The dynamic duo. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I don't fully understand that story, but I get the general gist that you stood up on a table, accused someone wrongly of pooing themselves, and then got excluded from school for a week. So, there you go. 
<laughs> what a weird story. Well, thank you, Aiden and Jaden, best friends, for that. And Freddie and Charlotte as well. Really enjoyed reading those messages of you getting kicked out of places. Coming up next, our guest is still knocking at my door. They're still waiting to be left let in. We'll see if anybody has guessed their identity next. First, though, this is Becky Hill, Heaven on My Mind. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. I'm so glad it's back. It's totally different to the feature we were doing for the last few weeks in this time slot. Someone's zooming you. This is Someone's Knocking at Your Door. I'm your host, Alec Feldman. And in this brand new series, in case you need reminding, someone, a mystery person, unexpectedly knocks at my door and all you have to do is guess their identity if you get it right then they can come in and we'll have a nice chat and a cup of tea and if not then i'll send them away and be like no i'm not comfortable breaking social distancing to let you into my home so that's where we're at we have some guesses the clues this week for the person knocking at the door is that they're a woman they're famous they would be known by our parents They've been trending on social media recently because they've recently been involved in a scandal. Who do you think that is then? A scandal hit woman knocking at my door on a Saturday afternoon. How exciting. Got a message from Beth. Katie Price knocking at your door. I don't think this is a recent scandal, but do you remember when Emily Atak was on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out Here? and made a comment about Katie Price and then Katie went on Twitter and filmed a video of herself suggesting that Emily has a smelly area down there and in fact she compared it to the smell of a fish anyway Katie Perry has been involved in a few scandals she's a famous woman who your parents would know now what Beth has done here I think unless this is a typo on our end she's changed the guess halfway through from Katie Price to Katie Perry who last time I checked were very different people, but I, I think that might be producer James's issue more than Beth's. I mean, they are, like I said, very similar. Hard to tell the difference sometimes. Katie Price, that would be a rogue one if Katie Price was was knocking at the door. I don't think is she currently trending on anything. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't assume so. But yeah, this is this isn't very topical beef. This is from like the end of twenty. The end of 2018, I think, <laughs> when Emily Atak was on I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. So I, I don't think that Katie Price would be knocking on the door now about a scandal from 18 months ago about fish. Um, no. So Beth, thank you for your slightly out there guess, but no, Katie Price is not knocking at the door. I'm sorry. Hey Olivia, thanks for your message. I'm so excited that someone's knocking at your door is back. Don't get me wrong, I loved Zoom, I did, but it's nothing like the classic original version. Damn straight, you know it. This is the only radio feature inspired by the People's Postcode Lottery. Someone Zooming you isn't, so there you go. Anyway, she says, we move on to her guess. I think it's the woman who got arrested yesterday. I don't know the full story, but she was linked to that Epstein guy and was busted yesterday and arrested. Don't even know her name, to be honest, but my parents were talking about it over dinner. I hope it isn't her, because she seems a bit rogue. Benny says, Alec, is Theresa May knocking at your door? I noticed that you never said it wasn't someone political. To be fair, you didn't say they were political either. But Theresa May ticks all the boxes. Famous woman. My parents know her, not personally, but they do know of her. She trends especially when Stormzy called her out of the Brits. And her recent scandal was kind of the whole two to three years that the Conservative Party thought was a good idea that she ran the country. Yeah, um, an interesting guess. I feel like you can't read too much into things I, I don't say they're not, because there's only five questions, so that leaves out quite a lot. Um, no, I think Theresa May has been to the door before, actually. But it's not her today. She hasn't come for a return visit. She clearly didn't have a good time the last time. So it is not Theresa May. Unfortunately. Izzy as well. Hello. Thank you for your guess. I think I know who it is, she says. Do you though? Do you really? Or I don't. It's just a guess. Yeah, possibly. Is Jada Pinkett Smith, you know, Will Smith's wife, knocking at the door? She's a famous woman. I think our parents would probably know who she was. 
and she was trending this week because of a low-key scandal she was involved in. I think the scandal is that she hinted her and Will Smith had an open relationship and that she slept with a rapper, allegedly. I don't know the full story, but I've seen that on my feed quite a bit this week. Again, this is an unsubstantiated rumour from social media. So when I open the door, if it is Jada Pinkett Smith, I don't want to be slapped with a lawsuit, so I must emphasise this is all rumours. And I'm merely repeating the rumour, but I do not know about its credibility. Are the lawyers happy now? Yep, good, good. So that's Izzy's guess, which is a very interesting guess, because it is the correct guess. Jada Pinkett Smith knocking at the door right now on Wizard Radio in my brand new basement flat in Manchester, Northern England. So let's let's go and let her in, shall we? Come on. Jada, hi. Come in. Jada, are you coming in? What's this? An envelope? Oh, just give me an envelope. Thanks very much. Right, shall we... Let's open it up. You have been served. Legal notice. Court lawyers. I was just so shocked that I've been given this legal letter by Jada Pinkett Smith that I had to pause for a moment to take it in and let my voice go deeper. Anyway, um, well, she's she's gone. She just left me with that legal notice, so I think I'm getting sued for what I just said about this alleged open relationship. I mean, I can I can say it now because she's already sued me. Can't do any worse. Right. Well, that's that's worrying. Um, I better get on the phone to a good lawyer because I think I'll be needing it. Thanks for listening to the show this week. If you would like to crowdfund my legal fees to pay Jada Pinkett Smith, then that would be great. And listen to the podcast as well. That would also be great. Alec Feldman, the podcast. Get it on Spotify, Google, iTunes, all of the podcast places. It's on there. And I'm just about done. Miles Mikulski coming up next on Wizard Radio. I'll see you next week. To play me out this week, Baby Queen, Internet Religion. Here goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.